This movie, this is what dreams are made of. <laughs> it is. Right? She went from tearing the curtains down at her graduation to international, right? Honey. Ciao, word. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all-around icon, Hillary Duff. Well, the time has come to discuss the movie, the Lizzie McGuire movie. And joining me for this honor... I'm so honored to have my friend Michael Lynn White on the podcast for this episode. Hey, Michael Lynn. Hey, Wit. I am here. This is happening. This is happening. It's I mean, amazing. You were the first person I thought of for this for this episode. I mean, come on, Lizzie Hillary Bang. brought us together. I mean, pretty much. So we've only we've known each other for like three years. Three years, Wit. That seems like way longer. I know it does. Yeah, but we met in class, a summer class in college, yes. and you always say, what was like the first thing that I said to you? Hillary is bae. Yeah. And I feel like we kind of bonded over that, like just our love for, I mean, we stand all the girls. I mean, yes. Brittany, I mean, I know Brittany is your girl mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with Brittany before yes. Hillary, but Hillary too, like you love Hillary. Love her. Yeah. Shania, Gaga. I mean, we just. All the queens. We're okay? there. All the queens. Yeah. Mainly Hillary, especially for me. Yes. Yeah. Before we talk about the Lizzie McGuire movie. Let's kind of get a sense of your Hillary fandom here. I want to okay. want to see what you love. What's your fave? What is your favorite Hillary Duff movie? And it's okay to say the Lizzie McGuire movie. I live for the Lizzie McGuire movie. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> I know. I know. It is my favorite. What's your favorite? My favorite, actually, and I revealed this on another episode, but it's Cheaper by the Dozen, which I think that kind of yeah. surprises people. But that one's just... And I know she's not the star of it, so it's kind of weird. And like a Cinderella story is close, but like it's such a feel-good movie. It is a cute, cute yeah. movie. I mean, you, you mean to tell me Cadet Kelly? I, I love Cadet <laughs> Kelly. No, there are so many good ones. Well, I love all of her stuff, but Lizzie McGuire for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what is your favorite Hilary Duff song? Let the rain fall down. Let it wake my Beach. dreams. Yes. Laguna Beach. Come clean. Come clean. Come clean is a classic. That's a a Hillary classic. It is a classic. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes. And your favorite episode of Lizzie McGuire, if you have one. I cannot tell you a favorite one other than maybe the bra one obviously sticks out because every girl watching that is like, oh, geez, have I been there? Have I been there? Because I have been there. Aww. I was older watching that episode and thinking, man. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that I want to say, though. It's like, so you're a few years older than Hillary. I'm a few years younger, but it's still interesting that it resonated with both of us. I mean, the wide appeal there. So, and you got into the show because the kids you babysat watched it, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, the Legrone kids, every time I watch this movie, I can still feel them huddled up next to me, and we were eating Hershey's Kisses on the couch with, like, wrappers everywhere. When we watched this movie, I'm telling you, I babysat them constantly. Pretty much every weekend when I was over there, we were watching it. Yeah. Once it was on DVD. Right. Fun fact, I actually had the VHS of the Lizzie McGuire movie. You do? I mean, I still have it. Yeah, it's at my parents' house. Yeah. Oh, because that's great. and the reason that I did that, I mean, by the time it came out, there were DVDs at that point. We had a DVD player, but my grandmother didn't have a DVD player. Oh, and I wanted to be able to take the movie over to my grandmother's because, like, my grandmother was my babysitter, basically. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah. Yes, family affair. Yeah, 
Okay, are you ready to jump into this? Yes. All right. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our silver screen queen. It's time for Block Duffster. So, the Lizzie McGuire movie. This iconic film. It was released on May 2nd, 2003. This was the first franchise from Disney Channel to get a theatrical release. The first of only three. So, after the Lizzie McGuire movie... High School Musical 3 went to the big screen. Hannah Montana, the movie, went to the big screen. But Lizzie McGuire was first. Hilary Duff laid the groundwork for Disney Channel. I mean, these girls know it, too. Like, (laughs) Miley, Demi, Selena, they knew that, like, Raven and Hilary, you know, paved the way. Like, they they wouldn't have been where they are. And I think even the Disney kids coming up now, they probably don't, you know, they weren't around for Lizzie McGuire, but they probably know, like, oh my goodness, like, bow down to Hilary Duff and Raven Simone. Like, you know, I mean, yes. especially with them both kind of being back in the mm-hmm. loop of things, you know. But the Lizzie McGuire movie, May 2nd, 2003, like I said, that's the first big weekend of summer movie season. So, bold. Bold move Disney. It was up against the second X-Men movie. It came in number two at the box office. Yes. Domestic gross, like, over $44 million. Worldwide, $55 million. I mean, a success. A huge success for Hillary. And this was only her second movie on the big screen. Agent Cody Banks had come out like a month earlier. And this was her movie and her name on top of all this. And the poster, oh my goodness, the poster is freaking iconic. Like where she's got her luggage and... um, Schoolgirl, denim jacket, sneaks. She's ready for adventure, you can tell. Well, that's the whole point of the movie. (laughs) Exactly. So I remember this whole day, Mecklen. I was in second grade, and I remember we had a field trip that day. And we went to, like, some little train place. But we passed a movie theater on the way. And, of course, I'm just, like, dying on the bus. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to go see the movie. Like, let me out of this bus and get me in that movie theater right now. (laughs) Because we had plans to go see it that night. And so my parents took me, Jackson, and Herbie to see this movie. And it was, like, going to be the movie and the spend the night. I honestly don't think that... The other two boys were, I don't think they cared as much about Lizzie McGuire, for sure. I mean, for me, this was like, this is the most important thing in my life up until this point. Like, I'm going to see the movie of all movies. (laughs) For them, I think it was more like, yeah, we're going to go see a movie. We're going to go spend the night at Wit's house. Whatever. We're going to play PlayStation. I remember them coming back and like playing Tony Hawk PlayStation. (laughs) You were still on a high, though. I was still on a high. The tide (laughs) is high. The tide is high, Yes. Um, Do you have a memory of like the first time you saw this, do you think? I know that my friend Hucky and I went to see it together in the theater. And what's funny is that we were best friends. He had dark curly hair, just like Gordo. I had blonde hair, just like Lizzie. So we would be like, oh, we're like Gordo and Lizzie. And anyway, so after that, the kids that I babysat for is when we watched it. Right, 24/7. yeah. 24-7. That's, That's what much I always think of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Can you believe that she was like, she was 15 when this movie came out? 15. I cannot. And that would mean she might have been 14 for some part of the filming. Mm-hmm. The it factor the of it, it all. The it factor. Yeah. That's At what she 14, had. she carried this whole show, the first Disney movie to go. The queen. She's the queen of Disney Channel. TV to big screen. Yeah. Legendary. 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 Okay. Legendary. Now we're going to actually get into the movie. So the movie kind of starts out almost like a spy movie in a way. I mean, the opening credits you see where it's like the Lizzie McGuire movie and it's got this spy music and you're seeing like this ca- this video camera. And it's because 
you know, in the show, Matt always had a storyline. Well, in the movie, Matt's storyline is that he's like blackmailing Lizzie with his video camera. And so that's what we're seeing at the beginning. And I want to point out that they were not on the same set as the show for the house. And just one thing is like a pretentious fan of the show. Lizzie, so you see at the beginning where Matt drives his little toy car into her bedroom to record her with his video camera on it. And in the show, Lizzie's room was on the far end of the hall. Matt's room was in the middle, and their parents was on the, f- the other far end. Well, in the movie, Matt's and Lizzie's are on, like, opposite ends. Anyway, that's just something that I wanted to point out. So The Tide is High is the song that starts playing during the opening credits, and while Lizzie is picking out an outfit for junior high graduation. Can you believe they're only graduating from middle school? I know. Yeah. The lip syncing, so good. I mean, <laughs> I can't think of a better song to lip sync to than The Tide is High. And this version is by Atomic Kitten. She falls in the bathtub at the end, which is just so Lizzie. Of course. And Matt gets it on video. Okay. So then we go to graduation. We see Gordo. He has longer hair now. Very mm-hmm. interesting. And then Miranda. One thing about the movie that people always wonder about is like, where was Miranda? Why wasn't Miranda in the movie? Lilane has said in an interview, and it's been said that she was going off to film a decom called You Wish with AJ Trout from Even Stevens. But I am sad that she wasn't in a few of the last episodes of the show, and then she also missed the movie. I was really sad about it, I think, as a kid, because Miranda's great, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. Love her. Best friend. I have since come to the idea that, like, if Miranda had been there, it would have complicated things with the Gordo and Lizzie storyline, don't you think? I did wonder when I first watched it, like, why is she not in it? You know, she was always in all the episodes. What's the deal? But I didn't really miss her because yeah. she was taken care of. They told us where she was she in the movie. She went to Mexico City with so her family. So we were satisfied with that. But you're right. After discussing it, I don't know, I guess because it was so well done mm-hmm. that they just made us comfortable with it all. Yeah, yeah. Back to Lizzie's outfit. So Kate comes in and she's like, you are an outfit repeater. Yes. <laughs> and I have to tell you, Michael Lynn, like, I am an outfit repeater. And I'm okay with that because Lizzie is an outfit repeater. Like, any, yes. like, you, I mean, you can't not be an outfit repeater. Come on. No, I will be an outfit repeater. If somebody doesn't, if I have a cute outfit on and no one really sees it, trust me, I'm going to wear yeah. it the next day. Yeah. So, to me, in my head, like, it's fine. What does she say? Well, you're an outfit rememberer, and yeah. that's worse. Yeah. Yes, you are right. Animated Lizzie, because Animated Lizzie says what we all want to say. She does say it, and she's right about that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, you have a thing for Lizzie's dad. <laughs> we have just discovered after rewatching this. Now, as a grown woman, I'm watching this, and I'm finding out that Lizzie's dad is hot. I never mm, thought it before. Okay. He is. He is nerd hot. Okay. I'm here for it. So we're at graduation, and the teacher there is Mr. Escobar, and I told you that he's passed away. So his name was actually Daniel Escobar, and he died in 2013, only 49 years old. That is so sad. What did he die of? Do we know? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. That is sad. But he has a great line that a few years ago went viral on Twitter, because... (laughs) The whole thing that happens at graduation is that Margaret Chan, who was like the class president, can't give her speech. And so Hillary, well, Lizzie has to do it. But he says that Margaret Chan either has a really bad cold or Ebola. (laughs) So good. And of course, you know, a few years ago, they had that outbreak of Ebola. God help us. So that's when that clip came back. That happened. Okay. Yeah. 
So then Lizzie has to give a speech. And as we know, Lizzie's like this awkward girl. She's not super confident in this speech. I mean, bless it. Bless, bless it. it. Yeah. And then at the <laughs> end, she trips and falls. Of course. Which you can't have a graduation without thinking about that. Well, of course that would happen with Lizzie. Yeah. I mean. And then it winds up on Good Morning America. With Diane Sawyer. With Diane Sawyer. And here we go with like, you know, some of the references that are, that make the film a little outdated. I mean, overall, the look of it isn't outdated. Yeah. You know, the outfits. The outfits. But, but the look it doesn't look super old but then you hear stuff like diane sawyer or something it's like oh well she's not on there anymore but yeah exactly so then lizzie's got to get out of the country (laughs) and of course the whole idea of this movie is that lizzie goes to rome and we were talking about how neither of us have been to rome but see that's like the one international destination i want to go to and you know why right why you want to? Yeah. Why? Because of Lizzie oh, McGuire. Because of this is that Duh. why you want to go to Rome? That's oh literally why I want to go to Rome. And a couple of my friends went a few years ago, and they're just like, um, "Make sure you have a translator because oh. they don't speak a lot of English." So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it'd be totally tacky if when I do go to Rome that I'm like really wanting to see the Lizzie. Oh, Michael Lynn, spots. you have to get a picture at every single spot, and I need the Instagram captions to be quotes from the movie. <laughs> okay. I done. mean, I mean, I'm doing the same, but <laughs> of course. Wait, if we were in Rome together, we would be too much. I mean, we would, but we we would have each other to take each other's Instagram pictures, so Absolutely. it would be perfect. We'd yeah. be doing the most, and it would be the most. Now, I know they it used to have beyond. a tour. They used to have an actual tour that would take you to the spots from oh, the movie. Oh, Lizzie tour. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if it's still a thing, but. Probably not, but we could make our own. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Trevi Fountain, I want to toss my coin. So that's honestly, that's why I want to go to Rome. Or as Ethan calls it, the land where they invented spaghetti. Because (laughs) I love Ethan Craft. I mean, come on. Now, Kate originally wasn't supposed to be going. Of course, Lizzie's arch nemesis. But then Kate was going to go to Waterslide Wonderland. But then she winds up on the trip because Margaret Chan got sick, I think is what they said. Miss Ungermeyer, Alex Morstein... Oh my gosh, <laughs> love her. And she's like winning Emmys now for Marvelous Miss Maisel. Just fantastic. And Miss Ungermeyer, you know, was the really the new character from for the movie that wasn't in the show. Yes. And she's going to be their high school principal and all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, loved her in this character. I loved her. She yeah. played it perfectly hilarious yeah and i think honestly the reason that the movie got a pg rating was because she has that like her first line is like parents shut your pie holes and that was just you know that was too much for disney they were like pg pg come on oh my god because what else in that movie is like pg I know. there's like i'm there's nothing maybe because teenagers are sneaking out and oh. doing things you know that's why mm. well that's true and paolo was 17 oh so. see Another thing that we hear from Miss Ungermeyer is her and Gordo. Gordo tries to make a good first impression with her. And he's like, you know, telling her, he's like, "What? my name's David Gordon. And she's like, David Gordon. I think in Italian that means a sneaky little brown noser with a hidden agenda. Love mm. that. Love that. Mm. So good. Uh, it is good. But I'm like, leave Gordo alone. Yeah. He's trying his best. Yeah. He had a tough enough time in this movie. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So then we get to Rome. We hear Dean Martin sing on an evening in Roma as they're like yes. on the tour bus riding around. This movie is beautiful, it is. by the way. Like mm-hmm. the scenery, everything. And it feels like a decom, but with just a way bigger budget because it's oh, yes. so beautiful. All right. Oh, and I forgot to say that it's so cute when they're on the plane and Lizzie falls asleep on Gordo's shoulder. Oh, adorable. A little hint, mm. a little foreshadowing. So we get to Rome. Lizzie has to room with Kate. Mm, sorry, Lizzie. It's happening. <laughs> We're all going, no, no, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. 
So Lizzie and Gordo promise each other adventures on this trip as friends. And the next day when they're at the Trevi Fountain, they toss their coin. Lizzie tosses her coin. And when she, you know, opens her eyes after, she sees Paolo. So, Paolo. I mean, you know, good looking guy, right? Yeah. 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 He seems so genuine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I believe him. Here's the thing. So, I mean, spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, but obviously this guy turns out to be bad news bad guy yeah. did you have an inkling like i didn't think about this as a kid i i was shocked when the no. twist happens i was <laughs> you said plot twist oh come on <gasps> no even re-watching it after i haven't seen it in a while and but see, i get wrapped up in them i usually pick up on that sort of thing and i think that yeah. this movie is to blame for that so anytime there's a movie like where a character turns out to be a villain or something I know it ahead of time now and I think that's because of the Lizzie McGuire movie because I, I don't trust these guys no we don't trust them so they will turn out to be a Paolo yeah We're like oh we know what you're doing we see what you're doing a little Italian pop star <laughs> you pop star you but for the time being he seemed really sweet he did yeah and so he's like Isabella and she's like huh and so then we learn that Lizzie looks like this Italian pop star Isabella <laughs> but with you know Isabella has brown hair but they're basically twins. So are we going to question this? No, I'm not. I'm not going to question a pop star being at a tourist destination. Yeah. We're not going to worry about that. No. It still doesn't bother me at all. No. Most of the time it would bother me. Yeah. It's not bothering me one bit. But I'm I mean, who it. knows? Like, I've never been to Rome. What if I have an Italian pop star who looks just like me? See, you don't know. it could happen to us. They don't know it. Yeah. Oh we don't know gosh. what's going now on I'm in Rome. I'm getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> my adventure. Uh, I love it. And so he kind of stalks her for a hot minute, and they wind up outside of the gelato restaurant. Oh, yes. Or, which I thought was enchilada <laughs> as a kid, because she's so. like, <laughs> I thought that's what Miss Ungermeyer said, oh but God. she said gelato, which is Sugar ice cream, enchiladas. Italian ice cream. And uh, paparazzi, Lizzie and Paolo together, and think it's Paolo and Isabella, Europe's hottest pop stars, oh, yes. teen pop stars. Well, I love the part where, so someone gives Lizzie some cheese, like a fan, Big Wheel of Cheese, and she's like, it's okay, I got some cool cheese. And I want to give a shout out to Andrew, one of my uh, friends from college, because he would always tell me that line. So anyway, Lizzie had some cool cheese. Um, But then (laughs) Paolo invites her to come back the next day and meet up with him. And she's like, no, I can't. I'm on a school field trip. And Gordo's like, I'll cover for you. Gordo, what were you thinking? Like, you're like letting your woman go. Exactly. Why yeah. does he do that every time? Because he's such a good friend. Because he is a good friend. Yeah. She needed an adventure. They could have gone on one together. But... I mean, she should have been like, can my friend Gordo come? Right. You know, which I will say, like, Gordo, he he knew Paolo was bad news. He knew. He did know. Now you can see, well... You can see he was trying to warn her. But even still, I wasn't... I was thinking he was just worrying. Yeah. Well, I think I just thought he was jealous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But Lizzie goes back to see Paolo, and she pretends to be sick. And we love her outfit here. The low-rise jeans that you keep talking about. You kept talking about the whole the movie. The whole movie, because it's so early 2000s. Of course, you've got the super low-rise boot-cut jeans. Is this the one with the, the, pink, the, stripe. the pink stripe top? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, when she goes back to the Trevi Fountain, yes. and they get on the Vespa. Oh, yeah. So cute. You want to ride a Vespa, right? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I want a mint green Vespa. Oh, not a red one like Lizzie? Oh, I want the mint green. Love the red one, but I want a mint green one. Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. Can we... Oh, she doesn't have the necklace on. No, she in does. That outfit. Yes, she does. The heart necklace. Oh, she had the heart necklace on 
the at the gelato at shop. At the gelato, yes, it, because it was the Tiffany toggle mm. heart bracelet. I mean necklace. I mean, I remember girls had that. Yeah. So then they ride the Vespa, and we get this song. I think it's Volare. I think is how you say it. But I told you who sings this song. Vitamin, Vitamin C. C. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on. The queen of graduations. Honestly. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I mean, have you, like, come of on. Of course. They had to have her in here. Yeah. Lizzie and Paolo have a little date, and Paolo explains the whole situation with Isabella. And he says that, like, they broke up as a couple, but he still loves her as, like, a sister. And she's off on this island, and, like, he wants to go solo and she wants to quit the group and all this stuff. And she lip syncs. It's like this big shocker, like Isabella lip syncs. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he wants Lizzie to pretend to be Isabella at an award show. And like, of course, Lizzie, you know, this Italian, like hot pop star guy is asking her to do this, even though she's terrible in front of crowds and everything. And she says, yes, she'll do it. They're going to be presenting an award at the International Music Video Awards. Not mm-hmm. not, not just like the VMAs, but the international. International. The IMVAs. Come on. That's what Gordo called it. I'm honestly proud of Lizzie, though, in this movie because she went from tearing the curtains down at her graduation to international. Right. International, international pop International star. stage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the whole message of the movie. It's like... You can be the average kid at high school, but one day you're going to get your moment. Yes. And she liked Paolo so much. I know. So she wanted to like, she just went for it. Right. Right. Now, meanwhile, Gordo is covering for her. He's helping, you know, keep Miss Ungermeyer from seeing her and stuff. And while they're out, he notices these girls have a magazine with Lizzie's picture on it. And we get this whole slow curve moment. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about the slow curve. I don't even think that's a thing. But Ethan's, like, telling Gordo, like, Gordo sees these girls with the magazine. Ethan's like, okay, we're going to do the slow curve or whatever to get these girls to come over. And Gordo's like, I got to go talk to them. And Ethan says, that's not how the slow curve works, bro. They come to us. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. And they were like, word. They said, ciao, word. word. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, And Ethan's like. Word? Whatever. Whatever, Whatever. word. Gordo kind of accidentally tells the girls that Ethan's name is Word. But anyway. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah. And then Lizzie sees herself on the magazine. And then, like, Gordo really is, like, red flag, red flag. Because he reads in the magazine that Paolo and Isabella are supposed to perform at this award show. And he's like, did Paolo not tell you this? Like, don't you think that's bad? And all this. And Lizzie's like, oh, maybe he just found out. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Let's talk about Lizzie picking out an outfit for the award show. Yes. Because we get RuPaul's um, supermodel when she is trying on the outfits for the award show. The song just made made it perfect. Yeah. That's the best song. What Actually, version? I'm singing, seeing Taylor Dane. Who is that? She sang. She was an 80s singer who's oh. great. She had some hits. So that's her singing that, which oh. is... They found these cool remakes. Yeah. We have the tinfoil outfit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like stuff that's in like packaging paper, yes, little peanut the peanuts. Things. They don't make that anymore, do they? No, because it's terrible for the environment. But yeah. she was making it into a moment. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think she's reduce, the one who ended reduce, it. Reduce, recycle, yeah. make an outfit, honey. I think she was the one who like made that, you know, go away. So 
<laughs> and then there was the light up one that like was like Christmas lights almost basically <laughs> yes. and like the cord comes unplugged like every outfit there was a disaster happening and then the little dog like unwraps her one yes. outfit poor thing but then you love we all love the igloo <laughs> the igloo's iconic yeah even animated Lizzie got the igloo outfit <laughs> So. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's also that light green one with like the Phantom of the Opera looking outfit. Oh, the Marie Antoinette uh-huh, with yes. the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> so it made me think of it. Okay. The designer, her name is Franca de Monca Tacchini. I'm glad you can say it because I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Well, Lizzie couldn't either. But in the end, though, none of the outfits work for Lizzie. So she ends up choosing for herself and she picks like this purple and silver fabric, which of course later becomes the, I mean, the dress and the midriff like little suit. And I love how there's a little shout out to Danny Kessler where she's like, oh, these colors are what I wore to spring fling when Danny Kessler told me I looked pretty or something. And yes. And then they're like, shoot, don't know where that Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Okay. Jumping back to the U.S., of course, Matt has his storyline, and he tricks his parents into going to Rome by, like, saying that he really misses Lizzie, even though he's trying to get over there and, like, blackmail her, because he has seen on the internet this whole situation that's unfolding where Lizzie looks like Isabella. Right. And, you know, Lizzie's parents are not the brightest. I mean, Mm -hmm. love you, mom and dad, particularly the dad from Michael Lynn. Thank you. Sam and Joe. Sam. (laughs) But yeah, so they get the passports and they get on a flight and then they see this magazine cover where Lizzie's on it and her mom's like, I know my daughter, I know that necklace, I bought it for her. What's going on? So they're like, oh snap, what is Lizzie up to? So then they're like heading over to Rome for sure. Okay. Lizzie and Paolo have another date later in the movie where they go to the Tiffany Gardens. So pretty. Lizzie has to sneak out. She's got like this red lace outfit and some leggings. And Paolo comes up in his little topless car. I don't know what that was. I don't either. But I loved it. Oh, yeah. It was perfect. Of course they would have that little car to zip around Rome. Yeah, yeah. And this is the point when Lizzie confronts Paolo about having to sing at the award show. And he's like, yes, well, reporters saw you and they heard that your voice was fine. And we told the award show people that Isabella couldn't sing because her voice was bad and all this. So now they have to do it or they're going to get sued. So now Lizzie knows that she actually has to sing and Paolo makes this promise to like not let her get embarrassed. But broken promises. Broken promises. Oh, mm. it makes me so mad. Yeah. But I mean, you could just see her trusting her face. Yeah. And then they go to the fireworks and like they hold hands and that double fingered ring that I love. Yes. Mm. And then we go, we cut back to Gordo and he's like all alone at the he hotel. Is. Mm. Poor Gordo. Yeah. And then not too long after, Gordo ends up covering for Lizzie in a way that gets him sent home, which is really sad because Lizzie has, you know, been sneaking out again. She goes to rehearsal and Paolo teaches Lizzie, you know, how to like lip sync and how to really sing and make it look believable. All part of his little scheme that he's got going on. That he was going to embarrass our Lizzie. Yeah. Who, I mean, it turns out that she can sing anyway. So jokes Mm -hmm. on him. (laughs) Yes, but they have the rehearsal. Okay, I made a note here because we noticed, or I noticed and pointed out, that Kate really looks like a first lady this whole movie. She does. Like, I was like, why they got her looking like Hillary Clinton right now? With the suit. Yeah. The girl is in eighth grade. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she's headed to high school, but still. Yeah. Anyway. Do we want to give a shout out to Giorgio? Please. He's so cute. Like the little hotel patron. Yes. Mm. The front desk guy. He's adorable. And 
He threw away the tape. He had Lizzie's yeah. back. Yeah. He became part of the gang. Right. But he tells Lizzie that Gordo's flight has already left and oh, she yeah. cries. She does When cry. she finds out that he covered for her. But Gordo at the airport sees Isabella. He comes, here comes through. Yes. But here comes Hillary in a brown wig as Isabella mm-hmm. with this Italian accent. With but, her lime green on. Oh, Girl loves some lime that, green. She does love lime green, but that Isabella outfit is iconic also. Right. But basically, she and Gordo find each other and, like, figure out what is actually going on here mm-hmm. with Paolo yes. and Lizzie. Yeah. I have a note here about this line from Ethan, which is so good, because Miss Ungermeyer is doing her little head checks, and she goes into Ethan's room, and she's like, Mr. Kraft, have you made a dent in your summer reading list? And he's like, I already finished it. You read 11 books? I mean, I read the list. That's so it's good. so good. It's so him. Yeah, yeah. He's so lovable. Right, He's yeah. adorable. But then he spills the beans on Lizzie because oh, yeah. Lizzie's parents show up. They find out that Lizzie is, you know, faking her sickness. She wasn't in her bed. And Ethan's like, well, it's possible that she's pretending to be an Italian pop star at the Video Music Awards. And so then they head over to the Video Music Awards. Miss Ungermeyer, the beast, like knocks down the security to get in. Love it. Here for it. it. I mean, come on. I mean, we should have known right then that she was going to get an Emmy one day. Okay. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. How did Ethan know? I guess he just found out. Okay. Don't remember. We're not questioning. We're Okay, you're right. We're not not going to question that. But I'm like, oh, he actually knew. Yeah, yeah. No. So it is time for the Video Music Awards, the the International Video Music Awards, <laughs> and the red carpet. Oh, my word. I mean, the outfit. The outfit, again, can we please talk about the low-rise jeans? Yeah. The fancy top, uh-huh. chandelier earrings. Uh-huh. It is everything. Yes. Oh, the glove. The glove, the, the biker glove. glove. Yeah. I'm I had a biker glove because Hillary Duff had you them. Did? Not from the Lizzie McGuire movie, but because of her fly music video, she uh-huh. had on biker gloves. They weren't even leather ones. They were just like little, like they had Velcro on them, Michael Lynn. But <laughs> oh I had gosh, them because Hillary had them. Yeah. Of course you did. Yes. Ugh. I did. I so did. No, that outfit is good. Yeah. And then we get this glorious moment where Lizzie falls on the red carpet, which is so Lizzie. You had to. Yeah. And the song that was playing while they're on the red carpet is a version of Shining Star by Jump Five. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Jump Five? Oh, yeah. I love Jump Five. Of course. Yeah. We get backstage and Paolo tells Lizzie, you shine with the light from the sun. Mm. And then Gordo shows up and Lizzie's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, Paolo is setting you up. And then Isabella comes out and she like tells Lizzie, like, who are you going to believe? This boy you've known your whole life? Or this boy who tells you, you shine with the light from the sun. And that was it. That, that was, was the it. moment. She knew. You could see it in her face. Yeah. We're like, oh, oh. Our hearts yeah. are breaking with her because yeah. she's getting it. Yeah. And she like looks back at him one more time and kind of like, you know, misty eyed. Mm-hmm. Oscar worthy. And that was Oscar worthy. But then she got herself together. Yeah. She got it with Isabella. And, and they, yeah. They made a moment. I mean, she says, sing to me, Paolo. Ah! So Ugh. good. It's so what good. What does the meme say? The five it's words like, it was? That shook the earth or something. <laughs> so. Of course. Yeah. Sing to me, Paolo. Yeah. And then Paolo has to like really sing and he sounds like a whale. He sounds terrible. Yeah. The little lip syncer. I know. Ugh, and he was steamer. trying to blame it. Yeah. So he was going to try to set up Lizzie and like make Isabella look bad. Ugh. 
gosh, what so shady. Evil. But you know what? Everyone came through and like Sergey. Yeah. Everyone got on the yeah, right team. Right. Except Paolo. We never saw him no, again. No, we didn't. So. Played by Yanni Gelman. Shout out to him. Yeah. So Paolo gets booed off the stage and then we 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 see like what dreams are made of. I mean, oh Michael Lynn. This is the best song ever. <laughs> it is good. That whole ending is great. It's great. How it's fun. Great. Yes. How perfect. Yes. I mean, we have Lizzie in the silver, purple midriff like, mm-hmm. dress that is thrown off later. But So she and Isabella start singing, and then Isabella leaves her on her own, and she's like too scared, but then she just gets the confidence. She does. And it's so good, and like her family is in the audience, and the friends, the whole gang. The whole gang. They're and all they there. So I know. Lizzie looks so pretty, too. And the backup dancers get out there, uh-huh. and that's when it hits. Oh. When the choreo <laughs> hits. The choreo <laughs> hits. With said key chains. Oh, they yes. They are doing it. Shimmy, with the shimmy. High kicks, the shimmies, the, the toe, toe touch. touches. Oh, it's so good. It yes. is good. And the song, like, like yesterday my life was duller. Now yeah. everything is Technicolor. Now everything is Technicolor. Technicolor. <sighs> uh, then the key change hits. Then the key change. Yeah. And, okay, she smiles at Gordo at the little part mm-hmm. where she's like, then I see you smiling, and I go, oh, oh, yeah. oh, and she smiles at Gordo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. And then we get the, like, the booty shake. Which the is, That's I good. mean, yes. It's like a. And it shows her from behind and she like just shakes her whole body. And it's like the Coliseum, by the way. Like they're at, they didn't really shoot that at the Coliseum. Right. But I mean, that was the intention. And I mean, good of on course. you, Hillary Duff, having your moment at the Coliseum. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That is just the best thing ever. And Isabella comes back out and they take a bow and then. Lizzie, like that was her that was her time to shine and it she was. did it. All is right with the world. Yeah. Everyone's happy. She might still be grounded. Yeah, she gets grounded by her parents. The parents are happy. Ungermeyer's got a man. Yeah. Ungermeyer and Sergey. Yeah. <laughs> and even Ungermeyer and Gordo kind of make up, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I love is like I mentioned we go from schoolgirl Lizzie. She has all these experiences. And then at the end, she's got this more polished, more grown-up look. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, and Kate and Ethan. Yes. Get together, sort that of. That was a cute She eats moment. carbs for she him. She eats carbs. And yeah. he sees that she did this cool thing for Lizzie. Right. That's cute. Oh, and that's when Giorgio tosses Matt's blackmail tape into oh, the yes. fountain. That so. was good We don't blackmail our sisters in Rome. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Matt. And his little friend. What's her name? Melina. Melina. Yeah. Final scene of the movie. Lizzie and Gordo, they go up to their little spot. They kiss. Oh my gosh. That's why it was rated PG. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. This moment. Oh, it was cute. Because, you know, we all, of course, think it's cute. But I never wanted them to, like, get together. I think I did. Did you? I think so. I mean, now I'm kind of like a middle school romance. They're not going to stay together. Like it's right. not going to be realistic for Gordo to be her boyfriend right. in or husband or whatever in the in the new show, but I mean, yeah, I I thought it was cute and it's so cute how it happened cuz she's just like Gordo and then she kisses him and he's like, "Thanks." And she says, "You're welcome." Aww. And then they go back down and and then the very end, animated Lizzie kind of turns into Tinkerbell, and it's like the end, and then little magic. I know. Yeah. And then we get Why Not? <laughs> so, which is so good. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Well, that is our discussion. Any other thoughts on like the Lizzie McGuire movie? No, but I'm just so glad that we did this. This movie makes me so excited. I honestly, literally right now, cannot think of a movie where I can talk to you about it. We can watch it at someone's house with a random group of people and everyone loves it. Which we did one night in college. We did. We did do this, y'all. We are not even making this up. Oh, it's just so great and fun, and yeah. now it's coming back, and we can keep it going. Yeah, it's so good. We're keeping the legacy alive. For sure. It's iconic. It's iconic. The last thing we're going to do today, Michaelin, is our segment, Quizzy McGuire. Okay. So are you okay. ready for some Lizzie McGuire trivia? I think so. I hope so. Did you get one for me? Can I ask you first? Yeah. yeah. Is that what we're doing? Sure. Okay. Who did... Hilary Duff take to the Lizzie McGuire movie premiere. As her date. As her date. Okay. Well, this is iconic. It was Aaron Carter. <laughs> I knew. I knew you would get it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Do you remember what she was wearing? Um, it was yeah, it was like a brown top. Google it. Google it. It was Google like it. a brownish, I I wanna say, or like it was a dark top. And she like had curly blonde hair and he had on a white shirt, like a white button down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look at my memory. That is good. Look with the jeans. <laughs> with the jeans. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna get this one or not. Okay. So you may not even know this, Michael Lynn, but there was a spin-off in the works for Lizzie McGuire, and I believe they even shot a pilot episode, and it was called What's Stevie Thinking? Which Disney Channel Queen from the mid-2000s to late-2000s, was going to be the star of that show. A, Miley Cyrus. B, Selena Gomez. C, Demi Lovato. Mm, Demi Lovato. No. It was Selena Gomez. I almost said Selena Gomez. And it was going to be about Miranda's cousin, Stevie. Oh, my gosh. And Selena was going to be like Miranda's cousin. Too bad we didn't get to see that happen. And Selena went on and got her own show later. And she's doing quite well, so. Oh, yeah. Well, Michael Lynn, this has been so fun. So fun. I'm so glad we did this. I Me think too. the fans are going to love it. Team Duff, they're going to love you. I'm oh, telling you. Oh, good. So, yeah. Well, it's so fun. And again, it brought us together. It brings a lot of other people together. So yeah. I hope they love it. And I mean, anytime I can talk about the Lizzie McGuire movie, I'm always yeah. here for it. This movie, this is what dreams are made of. <laughs> it is. Right? Iconic. How fun. Yeah. Iconic, 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 because yes. it is. Yes. Oh, it's so All right. fun. Well, Michaelin, this has been fun. Thanks for being on Deaf Enough. Thank you for having me. And that's all for this episode of Deaf Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Deaf Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye Team Duff.